don't bother trying to understand me. Even the voices in my head don't understand. Hello, and welcome to episode 140 of Under the Call of MS, the Sunday Comics Edition. <laughs> All right. Gonna start off with a little Garfield today. Like huge. Garfield and the little annoying neighbor cat that always hangs out around his house. Uh, normal, I think it is. But Garfield's looking in the mirror, admiring himself. Stop balloon says, How do I look? Other cat says, Like a million, give or take a year. <laughs> Garfield says, I think I carry my weight rather well. Everyone says you should. You have pra- have the practice. You've had the practice. Do you think I, I'll lose my looks with age? With luck, you will. Do you think I have a strong chin? Which one? <laughs> Thank you for your opinions, Normal. Anytime. Next picture you see a box tied up with a few holes in it being shipped to Abu Dhabi go to Fight Island <laughs> hang out with Dana White alright got Kelvin and Hobbs here Hobbs is laying on the ground napping Kelvin comes up to him says boy our family would sure be in trouble if you were bringing home the bacon Next thing you see, Hobbs pounce on Kelvin, and then Kelvin's in Hobbs' mouth as Hobbs walking away, and Kelvin's all knocked out. Then he wakes up and screams, I am not bacon. <laughs> Kelvin's walking around, holding his hand, saying, Ouchie wawa. I've got a big owie boo boo on my pinky. His mom. Sitting on a couch reading a book, all kicked back. He says, that's too bad. Kelvin walks off. When your ailments sound cute, you don't get much sympathy. (laughs) All right, we got Kelvin and Hobbs leaning up against the tree, just relaxing, but in a nice environment. Kelvin says, when birds burp, it must taste like bugs. Next Screen, Hobbs is missing. Kelvin's just sitting against the tree. Nobody ever pays me a penny for my thoughts. Alright, yeah, Kelvin in the tub reading some paper. Hobbs sitting outside it. Kelvin says, Look at this, Hobbs. I added it up and figured out I spend an average of four days a year taking baths. Four full days, morning, noon, and night, just sitting in this stupid hot bathtub. What could possibly be a bigger waste of time than that? Hobbs grabs the paper and is looking at it, looks back at Kelvin, says, How long did it take you to add this all up? Uh, okay, let's see here. Yeah, Kelvin 
and his little neighbor girlfriend. He's sitting cafeteria lunch, has a sandwich, and he says, or so it seems. And he drops his sandwich, looks all surprised, says, did you see that? She says, hmm, what? My sandwich wiggled. There's something alive in it. Oh, stop it, Kelvin. I'm not kidding. Mom must be trying to kill me. I bet there's a slug in my peanut butter. Ew. Hmm. I don't feel any slugs in here. What could it be? It better, I, I'd better smell it. It's my, got my nose. The peanut butter itself, it's alive. As he slaps the sandwich against his face. <clears throat> it's oozing up my face. It's going to suck out my eyeballs. Help! And he's pulling the sandwich off and he's got peanut butter all over his face. <laughs> got it off quick. Drown it in chocolate milk. He starts dumping his chocolate milk all over it. Boy, what a close call that was. Wow. Mom be disappointed to see her little plot fail. Little girlfriend says, look at you. I've never seen anything so revolting. What's wrong with you? I'm eating somewhere else. And Calvin's sitting there with a face full of peanut butter. Girls are so weird. <laughs> uh, see what the far side is to offer. Got three cavemen sitting in. Sitting around, sitting on some logs and rocks. One smacks himself in the face whoomph, with his club. And the caption underneath the thing says, As the small band of hunters, hunter-gatherers sat around cleaning their weapons, one made the mistake of looking at his club straight on. <laughs> club went off and smacked him in the face. All right, you had some cops walking into a party full of older people. They got two dogs with them. And the caption underneath says, Suddenly, to Rodney's horror, the police arrived with nerd-sniffing dogs. <laughs> uh, back in those days, it was okay to pick on nerds. Now it's not. It's cancel culture now. All right, this random joke I found browsing through the internet. It's Lemmy Kilmister from Motorhead sitting in a doctor's office, smoking a cigarette, sitting on the table. Doctor comes up with a clipboard, talk to him. Doctor says, "Good news, Lemmy. The alcohol level, the alcohol level in your blood is down two by two percent." To 98%. Looks like you're back in shape. <laughs> uh, all right. I came across this calendar <laughs> through a medical company. I just had some fun ones, so I'm going to go down through them. Got one picture of a guy who has a light bulb for a head sitting on the doctor's table. Doctor comes up to him. And he says, I don't know why I'm always so lightheaded. <laughs> He's got a light bulb for a head. All right, that one wasn't so good, but there are some funny ones in here. 
the doctor talking to a snowman in her office and he's got he's sitting there melting away and he's got one arm sticking out the side of his face the other one's in the normal spot and she says your arm is dislocated yeah two doctors talking well the patient's laying in a bed unconscious the one doctor says to the other do we know which are the original symptoms and which are the side effects of the meds we prescribed? <laughs> there you got a bunch of doctors in a surgery room. They're the brain surgery team working on a patient. One doctor says, come on, people, this isn't rocket science. <laughs> All right, you got a doctor that's a cat, a cat human. <laughs> and you got a patient sitting on the table all surprised looking and the caption says why do you order a cat scan for me every time I come in for an exam <laughs> it, doctor's a cat alright there's a pirate and his kid at a doctor's office oh, a speech therapist office an occupational therapist called a speech therapist, which I need because I have no teeth in right now. I forgot to put my upper teeth in. <laughs> but the pirate says about his son to the speech therapist, he's having trouble pronouncing his R's. <laughs> Are there, matey? All right. Got a patient laying on a hospital bed. Doctor's getting ready to work on him, operate on him. The other, the nurse is holding his hand, his arm. Doctor picks up a big old hacksaw, a big old handsaw. And the patient on the bed still awake and says, I thought this was going to be a minimally invasive operation. <laughs> Alright, got a nurse. Well, actually, I think this is a doctor that's walking the patient out of the emergency room. And she's talking to the patient. And she says, remember when we said we would have you up for up on your feet as soon as possible after surgery? <laughs> Don't get that one. <laughs> He's up on his feet walking around. She's helping him walk around. The nurse is fixing up the hospital bed that he was on. And there's another guy standing there holding a tray for a full of utensils. I don't get it. <laughs> All right, you got a, oh, what do you call it? Uh, not a tarot reader, the hand reader lady, the fortune teller. She's looking at another lady's hand. She says, I foresee a dermatologist in your future. You need to have this rash on your hand looked at. Okay, obviously for October, we got to get into Halloween stuff. You got Dracula sitting on the hospital bed uh, table. And uh, the doctor's reading their tablet. 
And she says, from your lab results, it looks like all you need is to eat more vegetables and get a little sun. Uh, yeah, these are cheesy, but a couple of them made me laugh when I read them. All right, we got a doctor talking to two older patients. He says, I can cure your digestive problems, incontinence, hip pain, and sinus infection. But there is a risk that you'll have nothing to talk about. No shit there. That's all they care about in your older age. Talking about health issues and death. And the last one for December is just a pharmacy all set up for Christmas. And it says, happy prescriptionist. <laughs> happy RxMas prescriptionist. Oh, yeah. Okay, last week's funnies weren't that great. But we got a few out of here. Start out with baby blues. Yeah, two moms with their face masks on and two kids on their little toys, all standing apart. The kids are playing together. And it says, so how are you, how are you guys holding up, Wanda? Good, I guess. You? Good. How was your weekend? Fine, except that Hammy has been driving me nuts with that ukulele of his. He can make up a song about anything. What do you mean? This morning, he wrote one about Zoe eating a Pop-Tart. So, guess what conveniently rhymes with art? Did someone request my breakfast song? <laughs> he says in the back background <laughs> as he grabs his little ukulele. All right, we got Blondie here. Yeah, Bumstead and his boss talking. His boss says, Bumstead, I want to apologize for my little outburst at you in front of everybody this morning. I guess sometimes my temper gets the best of me. I'm sorry for calling you probably the worst office manager in the world. Bumstead, Bumstead says, no problem, boss. I don't take it seriously. In fact, I should probably apologize for what I said after you walked away. Really? What did you say, my boy? I'm not really sure. A little joke about a Napoleon complex, I think. And the next screen, next panel, you see Lonnie and Daywood at home with the dog talking as he just comes in the door. And he says, I came this close to keeping my job today. <laughs> uh, Lemmy heard his name when I was doing the Lemmy Kill Meister joke, or Kill Mister joke. And Lemmy Kill Meister decided to come down and hang out with me, so I make it difficult to read these comics, of course. All right, we got Garfield. Garfield and uh, John and Odie are all sitting on the couch watching TV. And from the screen, it says, Now it's time for Daddy's Home. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this one. And then the next panel, you see, bark, 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 bark. Odie just goes running off to the door. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> 
And John says, Odie, I'm right here. And now, and then the next panel, you see them all sitting back happily on the couch. The TV says, and now back to daddy's home. (laughs) Odie just goes off running, (laughs) freaking out about it. (laughs) Okay, now I got rid of the cat finally. (laughs) All right. Got Ziggy. Ziggy's a panel. He's basically a box of bird seed as he comes walking in his front door. And you see a panel of him looking like a giant can of tuna. Then he looks like a giant bag of dog cow. Then he looks like a giant can of shrimp flakes. And you see him with all the pets staring at him around their food dishes. And he says, wow, it looks like you're all happy to see me. Well, he is fun. Bet. <laughs> All right, the Lockhorns. We got the old couple sitting in their chairs, and the younger couple and their kid come walking in the room. And the ma, the older mother, says five dollars. Wow. I wonder what the tooth fairy would leave for Leroy's upper plate. Not <laughs> to leave all my teeth out and see what happens. And you got Leroy in a confessional talking to the priest. Leroy says, how come whenever I confess something, you keep asking and? (laughs) Yeah, Leroy's wife and another lady talking. Leroy's wife comes up with a tray of coffee or tea and she says oh we've gone paperless Leroy keeps his booze in there now as the other gal staring over at old three stack file cabinet and yeah Loretta smiling with a bunch of boxes of stuff she must have just bought at the store Leroy and another guy are just sitting in chairs talking And she's smiling, and the caption says, Loretta's the consummate, all-consuming consumer. Basically a shopaholic, just like my wife. Mm -hmm. I got pickles. Yeah. Earl doing a sit-up on the ground on some type of little yoga mat-looking thing. The wife comes up to him, says, what are you doing, Earl? He says, sit-ups. Yesterday, Nelson told me I have a fat tummy. He said that? Isn't that cute? Children speak with such refreshing honesty. And Earl's laying back on the mat. He says, do you want to know what he said about you? <laughs> and she disappears from the screen. Absolutely not. Uh, it looks like that was about it. It was a pretty crappy week for comics last week. Guess that's all we have. I can throw on a little, maybe a little what to buy in the future segment at the end of this. So be good. Take care of yourselves. Kick the shadow monster. We'll get back to you again soon. Talk to you later. Yeah. All right. Some more goodies to buy. In the future. So 
Lone Star Volume 1, Fight or Flight, Trade Paperback, by Dark Horse Comics. The nomadic space station called Stone Star brings gladi- gladi- gladiatorial entertainment to ports across the galaxy. Inside this gargantuan vessel of tournaments and temptations, foragers and fighters struggle to survive. A young thief named Dale discovers a dark secret in the depths of Stone Star and has to decide where his destiny lies, staying hidden in the shadows or standing tall in the searing spotlight of the arena. Either way, his life and the cosmos itself will never be the same. Collects the original digital series. Stone Star number one to five. That catches your ear. Check it out. And then we got Suicide Squad Casualties of War. Trade paperback by DC Comics. In the aftermath of our worlds at war, Sergeant Rock, now a general, is back in action. To lead the Suicide Squad to victory or to death. But can the new squad's leader come up with a plan to take on a biological weapon that's gone out of control? Uncover who is really behind this new Suicide Squad in these tales. Can Rock's hastily formed team of Deadshot, Killer Frost, Major Disaster, Reactron, and Blackstar Stop trying to kill each other long enough to prevent the end of our entire planet as we know it. Collect Suicide Squad number 1 to 12. I like most of the Suicide Squad storylines that I've read so far. On the road, maybe. More of that inter-group fighting crap. (laughs) That just bores my story. It's a story about the good and the bad and quit fighting amongst yourselves all the time. Sweet Downfall, trade paperback by Scout Comics. Got an interesting looking cover with like a piranha and some character in some military type garbs. The big gun. I don't know. It's, don't know if they're underwater or what. Johnny, an old model crash test dummy, has been repurposed as a hitman for Don Vito Coriachi, the supremely power mo- powerful mob boss of Santa Clara City and sprawling ocean-bound metropolis. It all starts to fall apart when Johnny's tasked with bringing in a mermaid. A delicacy whose flesh has healing properties. Quite unexpectedly, Johnny falls in love with the mermaid and decides to save her. This decision launches a long journey that is fraught with danger. The only certainty that remains is that there will be lots of bullets and so, so much blood. (laughs) That helps explain the cover a little more. Now I kind of see the crash test dummies with the symbol on the black and yellow symbol on the back to head thing. Yeah. 
Sounds interesting. Sounds like something I'd read. All right. Taskmaster, master, the task, taskmaster <laughs> uh, has been popular lately, and they have Taskmaster Rubicon Trigger Trade Paperback by Marvel Comics. Taskmaster has murdered Shields Maria Hill, or at least that's what the whole world thinks. Now the greatest spies in the business are hunting him down and won't stop until the Taskmaster is dead or can clear his own name. So begins a globe-spanning adventure that will send ripples through the Marvel Universe's espionage community. Taskmaster's <laughs> next next target, Phil Coulson, but Coulson isn't alone in Washington, D.C. He's got the entire Squadron Supreme of America on speed dial. And when Taskmaster's Masters hunt brings him to South Korea, he'll have to go toe-to-toe with the White Fox. His next stop is sunny Wakanda, home to Okoya and the feared dogs of war. And the Taskmaster find the doomsday device that Maria Hill died to protect, or will he be played by the true mastermind behind it all? <laughs> And the storylines sound interesting, so I'd, I'll check them out down the road. Got Teen Titans Beast Boy by DC Comics. Uh, Garfield Logan has spent his entire life being overlooked, even in a small town like Eden, Georgia, the Eden, Georgia. The 17 year old with green streaks in his hair. Can't find a way to stand out. And the clock is ticking. Senior year is almost over. If Gar doesn't find a way to impress the social elite at Bull Creek High School, he will never know what it's like to matter. Gar's best friends, Stella and Tank, can't understand why he cares what other people think. And they miss their funny, pizza-loving, video game-obsessed best friend. That's... like that character? Check that out. I know nothing about them. Sticking with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Best of series, they got this Splinter one coming out by IDW Publishing. <laughs> Hello? It's a telemarketer scam. Hang it up. Uh, these damn telemarketers just going balls out these last two years. We get an average of 10 a day. That's just ridiculous. All right. Next one up. We got Thanos Quest. Thanos Quest. Marvel Tales. One Shot by Marvel Comics. Thanos undertakes his most epic quest as he, as we celebrate the legacy of the House of Ideas with Marvel Tales. This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan-favorite characters, featuring timeless stories and highlights from some of Marvel's most impressive talent. 
from the past eight decades. In Thanos Quest 1 to 2 from 1990, a star spanning tale from the stellar team of Jim Star- Starlin and Ron Lim, the Mad Titan returns, scouring the cosmos and battling the elders of the universe for the six all powerful infinity gems. So, if you want more of that time, that storyline, there's something for you to jump into. If you want a cool dragon looking creature? Yeah, that time I got reincarnated as a slime Veldora Tempest repaint figure by Van Presto. It's a cool uh, bluish grayish dragon. And then another trade paperback we have is This Is Where We Fall by Z2 Comics. Mission Operative, codename Spaceman. Equipped in a highly sophisticated marine astronaut reactive armor, sneaks aboard the International Space Station to download an illegal payload of information for an unknown party within the U.S. government. After everything goes wrong, Spaceman is forced to engage in an orbital skydive, crash landing on Earth only to discover that he's trapped on a world inhabited by people who have died from falling. So what happens when these independent people start launching these rockets around? All of a sudden, we're going to have war in space. Uh, Damn billionaires. Trillionaires. Quadzillionaires. All right. I go way, way back in time. Yeah. Three Stooges Shemptastic set with a promo card. The Three Stooges fan favorite Shemp takes the lead in this special Shemptastic Shemptacular issue. This set collects all four versions of the comic, Clarkette art, Frames art, or Frames art, color photo, and black and white limited edition photo covers of the special promotional trading card. By American mythology. Alright, we got time, so we'll get back to some more goodies right around the corner. Next time we see.